0: Yep.
1: are you able to hear us, Dave? Uh, again, are you're you are
0: Yeah, you to
1: hear us? Yeah, I can. Okay, All right. We're getting ready to start. I pledge, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. order vote call you yeah. yes Frank yes yes thank you yes. Beckman. Yes. Fulton. yes hey we have uh public forum anybody would like to address the council if you do please stand up by the mic because the people on zoom can't hear you that's putting money up here Oh, no. wait, I just can hear you. I have my go ahead. John. My thoughts aren't so organized so please bear with me. A little bit. Thank you all for your work. I'd say the only person I had voted for was Carrie Reese, and that's good to have. I'd to talk about our city park, Speaker Park. It was a novel. Quite a novel idea about 100 years ago, 1925, Everett speaker, Bill Dean, there was a park Board, and it took a lot of foresight. That area down there wasn't well developed, and they had to move the road, and they had to move a house. I don't know if there was a College of Design in Ames yet, um, but there was a Professor Diggs they went to in landscape. Lands- uh, landscape architecture was rather new. They... Uh, Brought in, it's the contour of the land and things. And uh, they brought in like 30 different varieties of shrubs and trees and things and uh, put in gardens and that type of thing. And it really was a beautiful arboretum for about 75 years. And it seems like in the last 10 to 20 years, there's been an awful lot of artificial things added to the park almost on a yearly basis. And I can see how, if you look at these things in the short run, I can see how these decisions are made between the Parks Committee and getting three votes out of five here in the Mayor's approval. I think we need to take a longer view. I'm not here about the pickleball court, but I did hear there's going to be two or three hundred feet of chain link fence around it, and uh, what I'm saying is. After this is done or before this is done, there needs to be a moratorium for several years. At the rate we're adding things down there, it doesn't mean we need to be idle. For the next, say, five years, we can make a list of that. Jerry Huss told me years ago, the veterans would like to make the memorial bigger. There's been talk of a soccer field. There may be more pickleball courts. This may someday be the cooperstown and pickleball maybe it's going to be a fad that dies out after 5 or 10 years but these are permanent changes to the thing I recommend that after a period of time 5 or 10 years we bring in someone who's trained in design a landscape architect they see things that we do not see and they ask questions that we do not see about the history of the town and looking down the road 50 to 100 years and how things Fit with each other, the artificial things, and with the landscape, and with different themes in the park. And when we keep adding something every two years or so, um, you know, if, say, for example, uh, we could turn back the clock 20 years, and if we put eight or 10 artificial items in the city park, how would we today put those things down if we had a grid and map that out? We might do that differently. You might have the splash pads. Uh, down by uh, the uh, playground, and uh, you might have uh, you might have forsaken something and put it in a different location, or you might have had, like I understand, we're going to do the pickleball court by another court game, basketball, and that. And there's some things that are good decisions, and there's some things that are clear. I think 99 people out of 100 would agree that a playground belongs in a city park. Other things, less so. They slowly added things like the gardens and the rose garden, and they had an open shelter house in the same northwest corner. And uh, that's really all I have to say, and if somebody wants to visit over coffee, we could talk about this in an hour. But uh, I think we need to have a moratorium on Speaker Park. We owe that to our ancestors. We owe that to the people 50 and 100 years down the road. Architects have a sense of, it's a, it's a sense of space, what I know about this, and it's how things are in proportion to each other. And uh, they have an eye, uh, you know, we need to make the decision when you bring something into the park, are you adding beauty to the park? City parks were a novel <coughs> idea a hundred years ago and was to bring us to nature and nature to them in the larger cities. And uh, I can talk more, but that's the point in a brief period. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Good Thanks, you know. Anybody else for public forum? Guys, yeah, here we have a citizen um, complaint about electric fence. So the, my fence I have around my garden by my house a solar fence. It's power it, but it's uh, not electric. with plug in. It's not hot. Hot as like, like a solar, like I got a 6 pole. I'm trying to keep the, the deer, the rabbits, and the dogs out of my garden. Oh well, neighbor Brad, he's here. And I, he watched me put it up the fence. And I put it up. He never said anything to me about it at all. Well, then all of a sudden, he gets hold of the cops. And then I walked into the convenience store to get gas in my lawnmower, and the cop comes up and says I have to write you a type of citation for um, having a fence, electric fence. Well, I never knew anything about it at all. Well, I thought, well, I guess if it's a big main concern, you know, electric fence, and I'm not the only one in town that has one. But, you know, I can shut it off. It's not going to kill anybody. I think it's going to kill somebody on electric fence. And... um, I don't know what big deal when I brought it up the other night. Brad it says, "Fence." He said, "Well, everybody ought to know that." It's like, well, I did not know that. And it's solar. It's a solar fence. Well, i just, you know, two years ago I had an electric fence, and you know, electric fence has got a lot more shock than a solar fence. And nothing was said ever then. They had kids there, but this year all of a sudden it's uh, I like got a solar fence and. Things brought up, you know, around, and all of a sudden it's a uh, door subject, you know. And some, you know, I don't know what the ordinance says on trespassing to me around the neighborhood there, you know. This is in the property quite a ways. How many feet do you think it is, Brad? About 30. A lot more than 30 feet. I think it stepped it off, by 50 some feet. And granted the ball, but my thing is, if it's not the big deal, if I shut it off in the morning and put it on at night, that's all I ask. It's not going to hurt anybody if you touch it. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to go out and touch it myself. And, you know, I'm not the only one in town that has a solar fence to keep deer in that. Maybe some of you guys are lucky you don't have the rabbits and in the gear in the running through your yards. You know, last year I had good garden, got it going good just like now. And, it was destroyed by the deer, it was laying down in it, and um, that's my main concern, and I got other animals walking around there, dogs and stuff, like that, and I got, you know, you know, if you can't throw them all, but some should be on a leash. So, I'm just just saying, that's, that's why I like to have it up, but, you know, if I have to take it down, you know, that's fine, but. I don't know why the concern that running at night, you know, any different than the clothesline hanging out, you know, at night, some kids running that night through the yards. I just, I can't see where, you know, nobody's going to be up at night, leave it on, and shy, I'll shut it off in the morning, just religiously shut it off in the morning and they can do their thing during the day and out there if the ball rolls in there, that's fine, they go get it. But, I, You know, that's also trespassing, so I don't know the trespassing rules in town I didn't even knew there's electric fence ordinance in no. town. This is, um, I don't have ball wire, smooth wire. It's not like, I mean, you could go up there and touch that fence, but you don't, you don't keep an animal, just give them a little zap, just a little zap. It's not going to be like an electric fence. If you, I mean, a real electric, like you hook up a 110, that's what really zaps people. And I'm afraid to bring one of them go out there and check it out, grab it. I wouldn't be afraid to grab it. I'll tell you that already. So. Well, that's that's my what i was saying yes just just a little bit for the council here too that like Duke was saying that uh, there's for sure other ones we kind of talked with ray Hegert about his today and rick uh, ray must have something very similar to what has. yeah just trying to keep and, them <clears> out. <throat> um, and it's uh, it is solar um and then it and then it charges a little battery and this little battery puts out a little bit of a charge you didn't know how much but and, uh, Ray said the same thing that he is what he does now is, is turns it off during the day, but would let it run during the night. Um, now I handed this out to the council. I got one for you Okay. <clears throat> just so that everybody's on the same page about what the, what the ordinance is. The ordinance not very, uh, you know, it's not at all specific about having any voltage or anything like that. It just simply says that, uh, the fence materials shall not include sheet metal, chicken wire, livestock, fence, salvage material, or be electrified. And it, it doesn't stipulate what that is. It just says we be electrified. And like I told Brad the other night, I said i be sort of shut it off, but you know, first thing he said is uh, it's it's an ordinance, you know, about. I'm not out to hurt any kid or anything. I have kids myself, you know, and I got little grandson coming up there. Hey, you know, when I was out the farm or something like that, we knew better. You know, you touched it once, you you learn. You know, if you didn't learn, you wouldn't touch it again. You know, but that was electric. You know, uh, you know, like we hooked a 110. This solar is not a six volt. It's not a 12 volt. I didn't have a 12 volt system. It's not. It's it's, uh, just a six volt. So, you know, you guys can go from there, but I, I think if I shut it off and his kids are out there playing, they can go ahead and play it. You know, I let him play ball on my on on my grass over there. Never say anything until now, you know, because he, as a neighbor, if I was there, I would have want to confront him and said, you know, confronted me and said, hey, dude, um, you know, I'm really concerned about the fence. But no, he didn't. He had to go call up to a cop. Well, that's fine and dandy you know that's when you don't get along with neighbors you go behind your back you know all i had to do is say something to me i would have said yeah brad just go shut off show what shut off is or i could shut it off every day and be done with it but it wasn't that way and as far as the cop coming up to me in the convenience store that wasn't the proper way to say it to me you know i'm going in and get gas because of, we're got to give you a citation for offense well you know Job's job, and I'm not there all the time as well. You guys all know. I know a lot of stuff, and I can home late and stuff, and it's the way it is. It's just life. So you go from there. Thank you. Thanks, to you. Thanks, to you. Yeah. The council can't take any action at all tonight, other than the fact that if the council member said that we'd like to look at this ordinance at our next meeting or something. I'd have to have some council member bring that up. for to do that. Well, something we got to look at because I see both sides of it. Well, and we need to get it addressed the right way. So maybe we can put something on the agenda we need to discuss. find out some other towns Yeah. Brad, do you have anything to add? I'm not out to start arguments by the people about it. And uh, I first started up, I didn't go to the cops. I talked to Scott about it. Um, just because I didn't really know the whole word of the time. Um, and he just told me, you can't have a fence in town, electric fence. Um, he said he would take care of it from then. Uh, and I, it wasn't just me. I had some people stop by, you know, with the kids, and I was like, what's fence Like, you know, I like, you know, tell my kids to stay away from it, right like, which I did when it was put up. And you know, they had to tell their kids a couple of times, make sure you stay away from I uh, Understand, it's only maybe six ball. I've been shocked by my doesn't feel too good. But you know, if you have a little dew on the grass, barefooted kid, three, four year old kid walks up, touches it, it might knock him down pretty good. Um, and uh, that's just my main concern, you know, somebody not be my kids and maybe somebody else with more kids down the end of, the, down the end of Adam Street from me. Um, just kind of looking out for everybody else. I mean, if it's enough to scare a deer off, probably going to be enough for a little kid. I mean, deer jump electric fences in the country, Just stuck in them. <laughs> About all I got with it. That's that's right. That's right. You look into it a little bit further and put it on the agenda for the next meeting and... Can I say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. What is the laws of trespassing in town? I mean people want to cross your property, yes. would be up to Chris. I mean I'll how do you do the trespassing? Do you have to have a sign or something for trespassing on your- you? No, know, somebody's trespassing on your property. You get a hold of us. so we can make contact with when we tell them you come to on your property. Usually we try to give them a warning first. Just like we gave you a warning about the fence, he told you there's a city ordinance praying you take down. Or you can get a citation. It's the same thing. If somebody's on your property, you don't want them there. We'll show them as a hey, if he doesn't want you does not want your property, please stay off. If not, then it goes to the citation. And then that's basically a grant citation. So well, I'll just have to happen. If you, you call us the first time, we're going to get the warning. The second time, we'll be citation. Okay, we'll move on to the consent agenda. We got an additional. Order yeah, it's, if, if the council is agreeable to amend the, the consent agenda to include a street closure for Lane's for Alpha Terminal on the 18th of June with this edition. motion to approve Make the motion. second dave Yes. Yeah. okay go call right yes, yes. yeah second no molar no thank you yes okay we have building threats 5 right we've all been signed by eric they're fine yeah, they are all good to go. Okay, most well, Group, I, I got a question. I can't even read it. Very legible. Okay, where are you at, man? Um, page 37. <clears throat> yes. Equilibrium is. And basically adding a carport at the end of his garage, okay? So it's, it is attached to the garage in a substantial manner. And, uh, yeah, he would just look at, at putting this uh, carport there. And then a sketch that he gave us is actually kind of an end view from what the from what the carport would look like. It's six by six uh, uh, posts with, with a metal roof and an open on the side. Is it deposed on the one on the left side? It, is it says not. it's open all three sides. Yes, yeah, open all. That's open, okay, open it's on all three sides. Attached to the grass. Right. Right. Yeah. Questions? How close to the street is it? Do you, you have that answer? I didn't include the, the checklist. Yeah. But it is, but he, he has checked that. And Eric's been on your check, everything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I tell you, when when he came in, we sat down and we talked through everything. And motion to approve. I'll make that motion. Second. I'll second it. Go <clears throat> call. Captain. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Molar. Yes. Frank. Yes. Boltman. Okay, we're gonna open the public hearing on our zoning change from Sliver LLC. Chris, you want to tell us or Aaron, what, you, what you want to do? Yeah, we'd like to uh, get our lot at 214 Harrison. Yeah, 340, excuse me. I didn't bring my glasses tonight, sorry. Uh, change from uh residential to R3 to allow us to do a triplex on a lot and a half rather than a duplex. Um, One other thing I want to make sure that it's, you know, clear that this is not Lakeview Lumber. It's not Wall Lake Lumber. It is Sliver LLC. It's completely separate from those. uh, I know some of the things that have happened in the past here have been reported as Wall like lumber, Lake Lumber, Lakeview Lumber, and you know those guys don't deserve getting phone calls about this. This is Sliver LLC. Um, we wanted, you know, our idea is to put this triplex up, and you know we're going to do something that's tasteful. We have some stone some siding or some brick or stone siding on the front, uh, both make it look good, and I guess the opposition to it has been parking. Um, there were, when this land was developed up there, the street put in, there were 16 lots up there. Today, there are seven houses on those 16 lots. And there's one other Take that back. There's two other buildable lots with any chance of probably having something built on them and very unlikely that one of them would ever have anything built on it. There is another lot that you guys gave a building permit to here a few months back. That has fallen through. They're not going to build. They actually sold that one. Had that, had they built there, we would not have you know, obviously requested for a zoning change probably because that would have filled up that block. You know, we would have done probably a duplex at that time. You know, whether whether it's a single-story duplex, we've thought about two-story duplex looking to attract maybe younger families there too. You know, something that, would you know, you do a two-story duplex with three, four bedrooms, you get a bigger family in there, you can get more rent. We're just trying to make sure that it Makes fiscal sense for us to do this, <clears throat> and uh, so that's where we're at. Um, we, you know, like I said, the biggest opposition is the, the thought about the uh, parking—that there would be so many cars out in the street. Um, each each one of these uh, apartments has a driveway and a single car garage. Um, we are targeting the elderly. And usually, somebody that's widowed or a widower, either one. Um, we don't look for there to be an immense amount of cars parked in the street from this. However, you know, it's in the past. You know, I guess the, the question was: the real was at the P meeting. Who's who's allowed? Who's got the more right to the street? Um, and I say it's anybody who's there. The, the names, but should be able to use the street just the same as anybody else and uh and the past there's been several things you know activities in the neighborhood that's changed a little bit now the demographic has changed a little but uh the thought that you know you couldn't get an emergency vehicle down there well that's not just the case because of there. you know that wouldn't be just the case because we have a three-flex there you know that's I don't think we're going to contribute to that problem at all. So, um, I guess I don't really have anything else to say. I don't know if you have anything to add, Aaron, but that's why we, that's why we reached requested the zoning change and we know the city has a need uh, for housing and we're trying to fill that gap a little bit. Thanks. Thank you. Anyone else? Hi. Well, it's always hard to go against your friends, um, uh, I probably won't ever get lumber cut again. Um, but Judy and I are not against development. We're really not. Um, this is a safety issue as far as I'm concerned. Our street is 26 feet wide. Every other street in town, is, as far as I know, I'm sure there may be an exception. every other street is 34 feet. I called Toyne, uh, found out that the average fire truck is 125 inches. That's 10 feet 5 inches wide. Something I didn't know is I measured my white pickup with the long mirrors and it's 10 foot. It's quite obvious that if you put two 10 foot vehicles on each one on each side, a fire truck or ambulance connected through. I will not throw her under the bus, but Judy Kramer is a little bit older, and Judy and I are a little bit older. We have a lot of kids down there, Wurterhoff's, the new ones, um, Erica and John have a lot of kids. Um, so if two trucks are parked, two vehicles are parked, we can't get, we couldn't get a fire truck or an ambulance through. All of us that built there are built there because it's a dead end street and it's a quiet street. Just the other day, I walked out and in the middle of the day, and in the middle of the street was bicycle land there. Nobody thought anything about it. It was one of the kids, and they just left it. But what I'm saying is it's kind of a family street. I know that a duplex can be built there. I know that a single dwelling could be there, and we'd be all for that. But I just think that when a triplex and we change the zoning, I think there will be some Issues with public safety. We, you know, The one thing I would urge the council to think about is don't put development in front of safety. It's a bad thing to do and it'll get you into trouble. And I'm not saying that um, Chris and Aaron will not build a beautiful uh, dwelling. It's just that keep it a little bit simple and let that street be a quiet street. Thank you. And anybody else? I might have one one more yes. thing to say about it. As far as the mm-hmm. as far as the uh, a duplex being you know keeping it as a quiet street versus a let's say more populated street. Duplex versus triplex. Like I said before, if we were to do a duplex, we would probably target a different demographic, which would mean maybe another family, say like Erica and John's on the corner that has seven kids. If we did that, I think that tends to overpopulate that street quicker than maybe three widowed ladies living in a triplex. Just, just to add it. Of all the years I've been with the city, I've never had a police report that any of the duplexes about parking issues. Well, so and we, looked, we looked at three of the duplexes, which would be six tenants, and every one of them only has one vehicle. Now, Mary has a golf cart and a three-wheel bicycle also. <laughs> of, those, of those six residents, there's only six cars. Anybody else? a neighbor. Um, so I live across High Street uh, on the back side there. My back house face High Street. So I, I see, you know, where the lot is the entire time. I don't, beyond parking issues that we normally have in Lakeview, I don't see it becoming another issue. Uh, you know, if they were to build a duplex, you're actually going to lose another on-street parking spot. So instead, of having, instead of having three single driveways, you're going to have two double driveways. So now you're going to lose four sections of the curb instead of three sections of the curb you're going to lose more parking running in New York City. you're also going to have a different demographic in the New York um, And a different perspective that I might have. Um, I just moved into town a year ago. Uh, finding housing in this town for someone like single income, uh, middle class, is absolutely impossible. Um, the house that I bought was the one house in town that I could have. I was lucky it was available. Otherwise, I'd be living in San I think that's the major issue that we have in this town. We need a hearing that will be the public hearing closed public hearing resolution 2219 do we have um any triplexes in residential area right now? any triplexes anywhere else they tried one down there i, I got taken down believe the is no you know there how many do you have in your in your apartment complex there eight eight I' you know, well, seven is, right now we're remodeling one do they have any parking issues back there other than the parking yeah. spots aren't white with <laughs> concrete they're hard to scoop around in the winter no we you know there is a uh, one of the areas behind the A-Plex has room for three to four cars for overflow um, I know that they do park in the street once in a while uh, down there by now the lighters would be the one that I see it the most, um, but other than that, they presently, I think there's generally they're to get off the street. They, I mean, they'd have to park on our grass, which we've never. They've done it before, we've never gotten upset with anybody for doing that. That's it. Eight bucks How are we talking? Is that about yeah, that? The, oh, apartment. yeah. the Apartments. Oh, okay. Um, so was that that was originally from the start? That was originally from the start. Planned out that way, right? Well, yeah. It's on it's on R yeah, three property, uh, and then all the houses actually across the street from where I'm proposing this R three change. They're on R three. Lanny's house is on R three. South there's R three already. There. So, I mean, no, as far no, as, I mean, no. if there was a father. Follow- uh, Landing's house is R2. No. That's correct. What's the map? This map says, Lannis. what the map said we get the P&Z. At Gina's house is R2. We've that one side of on the street was R3. That P&Z if you remember the map at the P&Z meeting, it doesn't matter. I'm just clarifying. It was just the corner house was R3, not the South Street. Larry's. Whoever lives in that corner has that, but down the corner, that zoning map that we had at the PNC meeting, so that one was not correct that we had. One of the two is not. It's, I guess okay, the TV one that TV TV we TV would, TV. would have looked at is the one on the our council back wall. is telling us to do right now. Well, that's that's just Chris's application. That's just it, that, that was part of the application of Chris's service. Event. Highlighted area is already zoned to to R3. Blacked out lot is the land and change. The highlighted area includes that corner lot and the Christmas apartment. Yeah. everything south of Harrison is so It doesn't show that way. It's not
0: done.
1: Okay. So to clarify, everything south of Harrison is R3. That's, yeah. That's all right. Certainly and is my recollection. All right.
0: Yes. I don't
1: want to. I don't want to miss. Why? Here. Why would? Uh, and I'm just curious. Why would the lot that we're speaking about be an R two? Because that is that area, and then flowing up Madison Street, that that area is. Our but city. that I mean, that street, our street, wasn't even in existence until 20 years ago. The Griffin Apartments were built in '64. So, I mean, I, I can see the grandfather there, but I can't see why there would be a lone R2 in there. But just as you, as you look at the zoning map in back of, of Tammy, R3 is orange. Okay. And for a lot of our undeveloped land around town... Just has historically, it's always been zoned as as R three. So when you when you think about yeah, that, down, it, and really it looks down, at yeah. down by Lake Hero. a lot of the uh, no, that, a lot of no. ag land and whatnot is zoned R three. But that's it. That's the area right there. So R two, like I say, goes kind of goes up Madison Street, being an R two area, uh, and and R three is all of the land. That map we haven't seen in the news just started this. Jay, okay. go ahead. Well, my here. Um, I have three points, I guess, that uh, I'm thinking up on this project idea. Also, I want to say I'm more out with development stuff, but here's my three concerns. We have an established neighborhood here with people that have been in the neighborhood, they have built or bought houses in the neighborhood. And to take a neighborhood that's already established and change a zoning from R two to R three. I don't I don't think that's right. Um, because it just sets up a precedent that we can go into any neighborhood and change the zoning because we want to build a bigger and better something. Um the other thing is the street. I'm still concerned about the narrow street. If this was a 34 foot street, maybe um, I'd be thinking different, but I, but I still go back to my first point. Yeah, we have an established neighborhood, and all of a sudden, in the established neighborhood, we want to rezone a portion of it. The other thing is uh, we have some neighbors around the area that are against. Of rezoning that are established in there, um, so therefore I I don't think that rezoning in this particular instance is is a good idea. Yeah. Um, those are three points that I wanted to bring out um, as far as what's going through my mind. Um, if this was on a high uh, street or and all of the neighbors were in agreement that hey i don't care i'd be in favor of it but we have neighbors that are are kept concerned because of the narrow street i have a concern about that um, we can talk all we want about you know everybody's gonna park in the garage and stuff but when other family members come to visit and stuff that could be a whole different story but you know it's, I guess my first point was the point that I wanted to bring out and um, stress was that we have an established uh, neighborhood where it goes up to R2, and I don't think we need to go to R3 um, just um, because of that fact that it's already an established neighborhood. We're, we're going to set a precedent. But I guess I'd be against that. Well, I've yet to see anything we've ever done, have a unanimous decision by the public or anybody else. On resolution 2219, need a motion one way or the other. Either move it to approve it or deny it. I make a motion that we deny the class for an archery. i second. Go call. I want yeah. yes. to say, um, <coughs> I hate this, I hate progress, but I want to say, so I'm, you know, the street's not going to be wide enough as it stands now. vehicles <coughs> are on the side of I guess that's where I'm going to go is on the
0: side
1: of safety. So, yes. And camp. Yes. That's, yeah. That was that's it. My understanding is that's a unanimous vote for the motion to deny. That. Sorry, Chris. We worked for a couple months this winter for housing because that like that call Okay, we have the sending camera for Jim C. Maybe you want to give us up a- update? Yeah, I'll try to do my last. <laughs> I have <was> been here earlier. <laughs> You guys are watching TV or something. Yeah. (laughs) Checking out project. (laughs) Yeah. So we're pretty much done. We have the treater installed. Well, do I need to introduce myself? No, we don't. don't Make sure. We still do need some wiring done. Jason's going to be up there here in another week or two. Will be fully online. Plant will be fired up full stream this fall. You did some this spring, didn't you? Summer. Yes, we did. We we had to push them back. We didn't want that to put in because it stopped us from running the plant. Uh, we will invite everybody up there council. I don't need <clears throat> outsiders that are involved in seed business up there <clears throat> see what that does. So our brands and so customers and so all that.
0: A um,
1: ton of business. We had to turn down a ton of business last year because we couldn't get it done. A lot of that equipment came. From seas, people from Argentina will be here in two weeks to show us how to run that treatment system. I'll be at just in the We're excited for your improvements. I mean, it's it's happening. We don't have enough storage now. His problem, wow. <laughs> so, we need a motion to approve that. Yes. do you have, you have any, any other questions? questions? I see it. You just wait, you got to see it in operation. So, yeah. that it will be here, yes, at a lower price. But, yes, well, motion second to approve the incentive payments. Roll no call. I I did hire one person this morning, I do have another one hired, he's not going to start diligence. So, full time, full benefits, get the signal. Very good. So this would be to uh, approve that uh, incentive payment, and just to to note that the incentive payment is made in lieu of tax Mm relief, okay, further development, okay, Beckman. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Frank. Yes. Waltman. Yeah. guys yeah, come up and see Wait, We, we got to get out of here. Sometime. We don't have any product, product right now. But we need to coordinate a tour up there. Dale, Stephen. I have a lunch. 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 Well, a <laughs> beer. <came> with <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds that sounds good. But I, I do got to say... Thank you for the city of Lakeview and the electrical people getting that set up. Because last year, if we would not have had that known, it was a crunch this year, but they had that taken care of, and it would have been a real problem. I'm glad we have them, too. And thank you to the council, Mayor. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Trail City Shop property. I'm going to have a discussion on this, this issue again about uh, where we were with, with potential for, uh, for that property. And really, just a, a little recap on that, too. And I gave the council this sheet, which is that's, that's a real estate contract. Well, that front page of that packet that I gave you that real estate contract that's the current contract that we're under with uh, with van that would it give you that one too? No, Oh, did you not get a stack of stuff? No, I was going to recycle it later. That's yeah, sort of, uh, yeah. anyway, just just a couple things on this. So that the front page there is, is the front page of that contract that that we had uh, agreed to. And this was in in November to go over and purchase that property. This refers only to that what we would call the salt shed property, okay. And, the, and then this has the city purchased that uh, for twenty five thousand dollars, and we made a two thousand dollars down payment, and then there's uh, the annual installments. That would be due at three percent interest so really just wanted uh everybody to be uh, on the same page then about where we were with that the remainder of the packet is actually that uh, proposal that we had had discussed last time and and this has to do with purchasing that that uh, railroad right away and and then also involves some payment to uh Van members for for what would end up being quick claim deed to to that salt shed property and just the attempt to to clear that up but uh, so day so, or dale somebody you want to- so i need to understand to correctly, I need to do a make a motion to reconsider reconsideration of a motion that we had at the previous meeting since it didn't pass and fail so then we can vote on this agreement again and discuss it That's uh, by the I thought it failed because it was two to two times. Two to two times. So passed failed. Which are you? So I, I'm going to make a motion to do a reconsideration of the motion that was done at the last council meeting. So if this is the next council meeting, we can do that. So now we can talk about that old motion again that was made the last time. Oh, there's be some... So uh, for the sec- so the other agreement that's in here? The second one. The second one. So yeah. once I get that motion made, I if we get a second, then we can talk about it legally. So that's why I'm making that motion to do it right. i second, <coughs> second it. I think Dave said something. No, Dave it. seconded it, I think. Roll cool call. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, so this is the motion to reconsider then, Beckman? Correct. Goldman? Yeah. you. Yes. Moeller? Yes. Frank? Yeah. So now that we're going to reconsider that, I want to do a little math. The first contracts that we had that was signed back in 1018 at 21 on the council voted to purchase that property on the north side of the maintenance shed, council agreed to do that for 25000 North Park, 3% interest in the railroad right away at 2000 back then. On March 14th, we voted to do it again in a different form for $3,000 for the railroad right away. Nothing got done. No paperwork ever got done on any one of them two deals. So I don't know where that lies, what happens. doesn't matter because it never got accomplished. So we're still sitting here in limbo. Even on that very first agreement, nothing has been done at the courthouse to get anything transferred to our names. There's still nothing done Vern has called me a couple of times to talked to Vern about the new agreement that he's got in place. We're gonna purchase it all for $11,000, void contract 217689. By doing that, we're gonna save the city $14,216.14 $14, over that initial first $25,000 contract with a 3% interest over the years. That's where I come up with the figures. If we don't come to this agreement, I'm afraid we're going to end up in court, and it's going to cost us a lot more than 14 to 16. The courthouse still has it shown under Vern Van Maveren or Hanson Saddle property. We don't own it. I visited with Scott a couple of times. Scott kind of thinks we own it, but we have nothing nothing to prove it. So we don't know if we'd win if we went to court. Have we ever done any research? Any further research to try to find out? I've, I've done my, my research myself. We've not ever... Had any uh any outside assistance? On. I'm just trying to put the issue behind us. Burns here tonight. Whether he'll sign it tonight, whatever we want to do, I want to get it done, over with, save the season, the money, save us our time, and move forward with other projects. That's what i We did not pay the $2,000 down on that, right at all. We, we, have, paid, contract, we have paid. We paid $2,000. I have a question. I don't care about any of it. I just my question was at the time the council was told that the county said that we own the salt ship. And I, I don't understand. How can they not know who owns it? How can the county not know? It? The county still says it's a well, why did he tell Scott that we own it? There's 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 is there's question up, up there, you know, even amongst the staff as far as as far as who may own what. And then then it just becomes a, a question of you know, having, you know, battling it out in the legal sense to, to define that. So the county's position is we don't really know. And you guys just, I mean, I mean, it just seems bizarre. The county doesn't really have records. Right? But, but under the county, Sac County Beacon, it's still under. But Beacon is always right, though. You know that. Well, I know the property lines aren't always right, but who owns the ground is usually pretty accurate. But that's not what they told Scott, is all I'm saying. I, I agree with what you're saying, but. By the time we spend, you know Dave represents both parties, so we're going to have to find outside council. Right. Let's just do this and get it done. I, I just I, didn't. I just yeah. didn't understand the county's position. And, I and I'm going to make the motion that we do that contract that's in there mm-hmm. and settle this with Mr. Vern Van Merver and Karen Van Merver and for 11000 get signed. Get the survey done so we get everything surveyed, get the points of interest so we have the exact legal description so we get it done and transferred to our name. So now we've already paid you two thousand dollars, right? So it'll be nine thousand more <laughs> nine. What what makes you think that this will get done this week? Because to I that. think we're gonna have our city staff and stuff move forward on it. Is my, hey, is, yeah, is yeah, the other Bush. The I other, answer your other question, John. Yeah. Ask Scott how many times I came up to see if he, he had it all done. Never done. It. And I know Dave can get it done. Cause he did mine in two days. So it's not that he can't do it. I That's, just I, I just get the runaround every time. This has been going on for six months. We got something drawn up that we can sign tonight if this Yeah, that's that's the other thing is that we have yeah. the office purchases is done. It's the same thing that David prepared for previous meeting. But if, if that's the case, we're really giving thirteen thousand total payment. That's be, right. Yeah. Ordinarily 11. you would give me ordinarily you'd give me twenty-five plus interest for five I, years. I understand plus that three thousand for the trail. And I understand okay. that. That and, was and, the original and, agreement. Yeah, and my figures were. Minus that two already. Okay. So it still actually saves us the 14 16 because I didn't include that 2000 in that difference. To be clear. Did you make the motion? I did. I'll second that. Roll call. Eckman? Yes. Frank? Yes. Muller? No. Thank you. Yes. Waltman? Okay, <laughs> hey, I got one question. Now, when's this going to be over? With? Well, so you want to sign the agreement right now? Yeah. Got it. If I get a check tomorrow, I will. Well, yeah, I promise. Uh, well, I don't have a checkbook. No, but we can do that if, if we do that if we have the sign right, hang on. We'll do that. Be I'll be sign it tonight. Sign it, we'll get over of. with, you guys sign that uh, yeah. And this will be done on a quick plain deed, right? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I, can't, I can't furnish an abstract of right. that. That's all in that agreement. All right. But until Dave, today, I don't know what's buried on that property. City's had it for, since I owned it for 40 years. They've been using it. I don't know if they buried out there. So we'll have you and the mayor and everybody find that tonight, and they need to check tomorrow. Yeah. This also has Karen, Karen down as a signatory to bring Karen up tomorrow morning. Mike, too. Okay. Oh. Good. I didn't want him on there. <laughs> He's on enough stuff. Right. That's all I care about.
0: Thank
1: you. Everybody happy now? Okay, let's have proposals for police officer wages for the reserves from Chris. That's an input for us. I, I haven't made the proposal yet. We're full time on this. Just in the front. Yeah, thank And some policy changes, too. And want to talk us through all this stuff here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the pay proposals, it, it's, it's basically uh, what, I'm, what I'm kind of looking where we need to go as far as the department's concerned. Um, included in that is that distance that, that we talked about kind of last week. Um, kind of like what I'd like to see rather than a, a mileage type deal, more of a time response type scenario Um, and finally i'd like to we got to get a couple rifles for the vehicle we don't have any rifles um i haven't got a policy for that yet but i'm i'm working on that we all see what's kind of happened out there with you know don Don texas and stuff like that we need equipment that we can respond we really you know help our guys out so uh, the other thing I got in there, I think, uh, an equipment and update equipment list for that our, our personal policy manual. Um, there, there's a few things that need to be added. Finally, I think, uh, oh, our reserve guy, our reserve guy, he, he has a canine. Uh, he's certified. He can use it. He provided me a policy that he uses at his his other reserve places. Uh, so I just, I just want you guys to kind of look at that, see if that's something that we're interested in. When he's working, if we can use that, that K9 when he's working and out there. Cost? Awesome. For the K9, it's going to be whatever insurance. Whatever it costs for insurance. I think mean, he thought maybe it was like a couple hundred bucks. I didn't know if it was. No, no, per if, hour per, per day or whatever, or if we used him on an on call basis. It, it's, question. it's when he's working basically, and then if we call him, call him down, it, okay. it'd be just like his regular work day. Yep. Right. Um, I think he said he had a kennel throw that we could put in the back of the, the Durango. So, I mean, there's no equipment involved. It's just he wants to be able to bring that certified dog down and use it when he's working, which would be a great tool, especially. You know, something on school time we get in down here and do school events with us this canine and stuff like that. So if I quickly glancing through this, you're asking that we not only the reserve officers get paid more, you're asking for your, all your officers yeah. paid more. And you're also asking for 30 minute response time when they're on duty? No, on call. Or call. Them. Yes. So, <laughs> so there's like two hours or an hour that, that they're on call, like they get off at 3. Uh, they're on call for an hour in case something happens they have to come back. So well, like okay. at 3 in the morning they go home. Yeah, let's say they call. go home, okay. at 3.30 they get a call, they got, to, they got to be able to come back in.
0: And the reason I did the half
1: an hour is because if, if you look at anywhere in the county, you can get anywhere in the county in a half an hour. So that's why I said when you're on call three minutes all time. It would take me probably 20 minutes to get to my house down here. But we can only address the reserve page, not unions. So we can't Yeah, uh, I I just wanted to bring this up to maybe I don't know if we we can get a committee together. We gotta discuss it. We gotta gotta start working through this. Um, we're we're about to fall way behind everybody else. (laughs) have you um, researched any neighboring communities or, or the area for wages? Yeah, everybody, if you look at every position that, that's available um, right now, pretty much in the state, they're all going to be paying higher than they are. Like I said before, county, right now, starting next month, they're starting out their officers non certified at 62. We're starting out at 42. I'm not asking for us to pay our guys 62. I'm just trying to get us up there to where we're a little bit competitive with everybody else. My biggest fear is that in three years down the road, when this new contract's up, everybody else is going to be clear up here, and we're going to be clear down here. We're going to lose our department. Everybody's just going to bolt. We're not going to get anybody. Well, the way things are going this last year with the pay increases and everything, we, we need to address that. I agree. This is back, back to Blueville that they passed, did a lot of good for the counties. It's going to really hurt, and affect our smaller communities and our smaller communities. I think uh, with the uh, uh, competitiveness uh, in the law enforcement community, um, in order for us to keep and get quality uh, of officers, we're going to have to revisit the uh, the living issue, um far the miles within the city and, and the wage so you know if we have to have a committee to look at that and bring the recommendation to the council. I'd be more than happy to be on that, but uh, you know I think like you wants to have a driving and good uh, police force and with and that in mind. You know, especially with the uh, summertime, we we need them, and we need quality people. And if, if we're competing with other communities, uh, we need to up our game and make, make some changes there. <clears throat> so I agree with Chris wholeheartedly on this. So I was looking through the policies as well. Our, uh the Lakeview uh, Personal Policy Manual policy. If that's the one that states the 10 air miles. But if you look at our SOPs, it says it's at the discretion of the chief. So there's two different conflicting policies oh, right there. So is there a dollar amount that you want the reserve officers to be changed to tonight? Or do you want to wait and do a committee? Well, I think we agreed last time that Kane was getting 18. 18. Obviously, I mean, me personally, you know, Nate's been here forever. I mean, he called me and came out and helped work, so I mean, I think his time alone should should probably get paid a little bit more than that, but that, that's my opinion. Well, let's get so, a committee together. So can we form a committee get together and have something for the next council meeting? Oh, yeah. Because we can't waste too much time I'm assuming we're going to have to discuss non-union wages besides no, scours next week or next meeting. That's my plan. I was going to have that on the on the agenda <laughs> next time. I caught that too. They volunteer beyond. We need one more counselor. I will volunteer. you will also notice that I put a, the assistant chief in there, and obviously Cody is taking that that role and responsibility. Um, and I don't know how that plays into the union as far as being an assistant chief. Is that? Take, Take somebody, him out of that, Take him out of that, correct? We were thinking of that. What we'll do we subject? Mike, are you available all day long? No. Pretty much in the country. Well we're we'll try to schedule a time that you are not. At. Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty flexible. <laughs> We'll discuss yeah. this uh, right away early next week, then Dave, when you get back. Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay. We'll set up a meeting next week. Let everybody know. Thanks, Chris. For uh-huh. Okay. One of the proposals for which we're we'll driving engineering. A yeah, just uh, the I had talked with proposals to three firms and we heard response back from two. the the two firms then were, were JEO and what it did was was sent some sent a request to uh, local firms so JEO is headquartered out of as a branch out of Carroll uh, and then Sunquist is out of out of Denison so did request then that they would would give us proposals about about mm-hmm. me, about engineering that north half of the Shore Drive.
0: Yeah.
1: I think the file read got it. slid somewhere. Must have been, I read it online. Okay. You did not read this online. It's, oh, just today. Just today, yeah. I'm sorry. We did it. So with that, uh, really just... Uh, as far as looking at either one of the firms be uh, very happy working with either one of the firms um, as you're as you're looking at the that as far as price and and work i asked them to to give us the uh, the fee structure of, about what it would take to get this through preliminary design so and that's really all that, that we've asked for so far is just get through preliminary design so that would be do all the survey work work on the preliminary designs work through Neighborhood meetings, so we get to a stage where we can interact with the uh, with the property owners down there. Okay, so that would get us through to to the first part of the design, and assuming we follow through with it, we have a secondary contract then with with either one of these folks to proceed. Your recommendation for either one? Either one. Sunquist is, is giving us a, a lower uh, cost estimate. JEO uh, actually had had a lot of things included in their cost estimate that maybe we're a little bit more than what have we yeah. uh, had expected as far as, as job duties, and we'd be very happy with what Sunquist was at. Will she with them? We have to have motion to hire Sunquist. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got both of them. Sunquist has done, Sunquist has done some <laughs> like property survey and that type of stuff for us. They've they've been around to try to get their foot in the door here for for a lot of time. Uh, Sunquist is uh whom Lakewood Partners is working with on their on their subdivision work uh, and JEO we have used JEO for a couple things for planning wise and then they also did the uh oh, was right. not no I think that was Snyder but uh uh they did the, the beanie bathhouse oh no oh. is that yeah the one that doesn't work very good Right. Yeah, that's the room. There's a tie break. So we need a motion. Yeah, we need a motion to hire. I'm, I'm a motion to hire some of this engineering for the preliminary early. I'll second it. Roll call. All right. Beckman. Yes. Moller. Yes. Frank. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Goldman. Yeah. Do we need to approve the land lease? Yeah, this would be the uh, the land lease at the hayfield lease at the proposed uh, community center uh, site. There's there's four acres out there, a little over four acres, about three acres are tillable. And as we got together with Steve Wilson through that, there's an agreement in your packet that would have been paying three hundred dollars then for a one-year lease, and that uh, he has paid that. I'm, I'm just holding the check. I'll make the motion. Second. Okay. A second. No call. Thank you. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Frank. Yes. Muller. Yes. Holtman. Yeah. administrator report. Yeah. Gonna. It's probably a lot of street project then, Dean. Um. We had the sixth done and the seventh done. The two blocks on seven. Um. Uh, they came in with great equipment. They were here and gone and did a good job. There are three things, and I talked to Tracy about uh, one was a shut-off valve where they broke off the top pieces around it. Uh, we did put in a sleeve. Um, one other spot on 6th and high by the stop sign. It's right where he started going on his last lift. Um, it's got some pits and stuff in it. He's gonna come back fix it. No, uh, no cost to us. Uh, what it'll be, he'll just put like a, a some of the same stuff he put sprayed down on there, uh, tack oil. Then he just throws sand in it, and then it seals it up. Um, the other is on seventh up by Jackson. You can can't see it in you know. When it's dry, but when it's wet, you can see the two humps. They're pretty close together, about the size of the roller. That the roller was sitting too long in one spot. Um, how he fixed that? He'll come in with a big weed torch, heat it all up right there, throw on some more uh, 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 material, and then of course it will work. You'll see the patch job, or he can just leave that, and you'll see it. You don't really feel it, I grew right. I mean you feel a little bit, but um, before you know you can put those patches in there. Will the snow plow fix that? Nope. And you won't even know when he's going over the snowplow. So would you recommend these guys in the future? Yes. yes. Very polite, uh, very good crew. They just they were here, they were gone, and had no issues with it. Didn't he have a plan for Hanson Street that we could look at? He him? does. Um you'd like to further look into Hanson Street with, like, grindings and stuff <clears throat> or different options, um, he'd be more than happy to come back and talk to City Council about that. He could use the grindings we have already got. Correct. We could grind them down. Yep. There is a way to use those. Is there enough? There not? is enough right at this moment. And depending on how long you guys want to make you guys want to do more streets, in the meantime, there will be more grindings. Um, it just depends on when you guys want to look into it and what to do. Is he going to give us a cost? He will give us the cost at that point. He would come talk to you about different options and then the cost on those options. Can you just kind of talk through that? What's involved with this, if, if this were to happen? Um, so, if you wanted it done right, you, you grind it. It's got a really good base, really hard base road, he said you put in three inches of, of asphalt, two lifts, just like you did up there, but you wouldn't have the cost of the grinding of the road. Um, and then the next one would be taking the, the grindings and he mills them, spread them all out on, on the road, then uh, comes in with a milling machine that mills up all of our grindings that we already have, and then he packs them down, just like he does you with know, the roller. Um, the other option is just to seal coat, clean it up as best as possible, chip it, seal coat. But the, he he takes our old grannies and grinds them small enough that we can use them. Correct. That be the that's the key to medium me. type option. Right. So does he make any kind of effort to tell you how long that lasts? I mean, the, the, I know we're going to have some big stuff go through back there, There'll be some semis. Yes. It'll be different. That's why that option the, the, the Three inch, Uh, you know, do an inch, uh, inch and a half, and then put on another inch and a half, just like it's just paving the road with it. But it's got a good enough base. You don't have to tear much of it up, but you still got to get that that pitch right. But at that point, you're taking a lot out of by Dickies and by uh, Sam's just to get that crown in the middle of the road. Is there any place close by here that? They did that, too, the guy to go look at? I can't <laughs> see. Yeah. I'm not familiar with them, how that. Really works. Yeah, usually they they just do roads that they've already, uh, um, that I know of. They just pay them that you go check them. I really didn't ask him if he had done any roads like that. I'm sure he has. <laughs> he knew exactly what be well, If we find that out, I'd be interested to go look at it. Okay. So well, this is not going to happen soon. So I, think, I think we need to do a little more planning to start. Something. We've got to figure out what we're going to do with the gradient of the height of that road. Because we there already got a grading this year. I'd like to look at a little bit. but to hurry up and just push for that one. But I mean, somebody's well, going to look at it. Well, I think we're going to look at because we got we just got a building for a new house down there, plus the duplexes. Those people aren't going to want that I'm anymore. We're going to
0: look at it. Okay, I'm going to talk to Tracy, the guy who said
1: that. He's going to look. At it. Yeah, he he just looked at it as he's running the trucks and stuff across it. So is he coming back to do that? He will come back and talk to the City Council. If they direct him to do so. Is that the way it was left? Kind of with him? With me to ask him to come talk to them about the options. And then it, then they can direct him, okay, let's check in on this option a little bit more. I have a citizen question that You know, there's already a drainage issue there. If we put another three inches of lift on it, we get more of an issue for the duplexes that are back there. bring water from the north, it's going to run right past there. And when we get a decent rain, there's already water standing there, and water running through it. Hopefully, this guy can address those issues.
0: That's why you need a
1: professional to look at it. It just seems like you really got to be comprehensive about the way you look at this thing too. That that knowing that you got to address the drainage concerns there. That's that's the biggest my biggest concern I guess about about doing a project here is is to address drainage because we know we got to when, when he when he comes to town, can we have a look at some other streets that aren't paved right now and see about if that's a possibility there too that aren't paved like that <coughs> or no? We got a street. Well, it's called a Street was it Adams Street. Adams Street. Like with yeah. Yes, and I know there's some issues out there with rock and it gets to go up and then rock and oh, it's just basically like an alley, right? They, and, and I'm not against doing that, but they don't have near the traffic, from that. not near There's more people live on no, that. You, no, you know, more sick. people that live on that. I place. that, that's that not really good. We got commercial traffic behind not cars. The city, the city not cars, car, the trucks. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> what traffic goes down there, but. You got people that live on these other streets. Also, it's been a concern for 40 years. So, what yeah. does that mean? You put it off for 40 more just because that's the way you didn't fix it before, so you're not going to fix it now. We're going to, like I'm you're looking. saying, we got, we got a address the top and the most. Yeah, right? yeah, I do agree with that. I mean, you, you got, it has to be a comprehensive look at the way you're going to do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's in time We'll get cost on some of these other ones, too. If we got all the other or we are going to be more stuff in the future. All right. Um, just the only thing that's still pending there, Vicky, is, is dust control. And it called the guy then, in the, and she said, "Call back again Wednesday or Thursday, and, and she'd have a, a definite time about when they're coming here within the next couple of weeks." So it if, was not going to come. he know about drainage too? Is that not his, that's, that's not, his. not his, that's... So you need to have someone look at the drainage. I mean, is there a plan? I just asked him what the plan. Is there a plan? We can we can only do limited stuff with staff, to, you know, as far as that goes. Um, just as far as having the abilities and expertise to to feel comfortable about that, I'd, I'd hate to put our name on on anything there, Vicki, and say that the drainage is going to work. Right. I hate to do that. So
0: like
1: for people that did the campground is that an option, or that's just you're getting into a hard step. Just another another engineer, but uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what this guy says for pricing and all that too. Preston, we got something to No, uh, just uh, just really a couple things. Man, uh, asked Nancy to come. Uh, just give us a little update about how season's starting and and uh, uh, really how, how everything's kicking off down there. Any issues? And then I know we want to. Talk specifically about boat parking. Um, we've been busy. Um, the, main, the main issue, um, well, two of them, have been trying to enforce the one car per campsite. And they're not happy about that. But we've been working on it. Um, and then when everybody leaves on Sunday, or you know even during the week, then it's like everybody's starting to park in the empty campsites. Which they're trying to enforce. You can't do that too. Which they don't like. so they need all the rules. Right, right. And it's so we've heard people say, "Well, I have room for two cars for sure if I campsite. Like the some campsites barely have room for one. It's not fair if we allow you to park two and everything else." So. Uh, we're working on it. better. What did we ever do with the bridge at the mini golf? Put rock. Yeah, we took out the two approaches and replaced it with grass. Okay. Temporarily, so hole. <clears throat> that's all. That's all we talked. Two. Yeah. I didn't know if it ever got done. I just nope. dressed the safety. Yes, sir. that's it for now. The ball box is... That was and still is a bad situation down there. Yes. That bridge needs to be needs to be attended to. How, How heavy is that bridge? Any idea? Bruce thinks it's at least seven thousand pounds. We'll three and a half It's at least that. Right, they said there's, there's two squares of smith in there. Two yards of smith. said so that means it's at least 9,000 no. pounds. nothing. nothing much for it too. Yeah,
0: we'll
1: get yeah. it out there. <laughs> well, I didn't know if some of these construction outfits that have had these laws, they they can't um, handle that kind of weight out there that far out. They're up. at 3,500. That's why I asked. Yeah. We we stepped off a little. I think we measured it with tape measure. It was a little over 50 feet, as close as I could get with a digger derrick. Our big digger derrick will lift 12,000 pounds, but not at at 50 feet, at 50 feet yeah. because I can only reach 47. Yeah. Did he pick it up with his little thing for the boats? Yep. We, we did have, have Jimmy can come look at that. Whether he could pick it up. yeah get up on the he shoreline get and, and pick it up and yeah, it the up. rocks. We do not want his boat up against a rock. I don't blame him. Well, I don't know if he could reach that far out. Well, no. He and I talked a little bit. Not the with that. Another just another issue then is is uh, to- talking about boat parking, and we've we've had some success about limiting some of the boat parking down there from uh, from locals. So at least I don't think we're seeing too much of that. And I know we we had talked about having our long-term seasonal campers try to get their boat up to park in that overflow parking, and. It's just been busy as anything here the past couple weekends, and it just doesn't seem to be a real good try to, a uh, uh, real good fix to, to try that. If if they ever needed to get in and out during a busy part of the weekend, they just couldn't. Well, I've actually had a local person ask me how do a full-time camper can park theirs down there, and I can't park mine down there. It's can we there. do that? Can we do it? It's a public parking spot. It's not a camper. we we'll just have a mess. Right, but so, uh, so we got to treat one the same. You know, if you're you live in Lakeview and you want to park your boat down there and you can't, but a guy that lives in Harlan that rents a can, that kid doesn't it leaves a sour taste or not, then I understand where they're coming from. Um, I do know I did ask Jimmy Garls and they rent spots out there for people to park during the week. And they have people that rent spots from them to park so they don't have to tow their boat back and forth. I don't know if that's an option for us to clean up. But this past weekend, we had a flatbed parked down there all weekend. The fifth wheel flatbed. Unhooked from the vehicle, this parked there. Yeah, he parked in the campground for a while, too, and we got him out. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who it is. So it's a camper? Well, there was one. Yeah. that Because he pulled in and then went um, and sat behind some of the campers. And one of the staff went down there and said I can't be in here. Oh I know I know I'm getting it out. Oh we didn't know where it put We he, he parked it over I just and we got we want all these people to come to town we've got to have places for them to park is all I'm saying. And we have an ordinance and we're not following through it. I'm, on the 72 hour it's we do have a 72 hour ordinance I didn't look that up today it's it's Specifically says streets and avenues, but uh, doesn't necessarily say public lands. Okay. But but it, uh, we do have that. I don't know what the right answer is, but I'd like to figure out. I have a hell of a time with that, about, about what the right answer is. It's right. Struggle with that. There's no way we can market it, to put markings, you know, parking spot lines. That would be nice. You, you're talking down in Town Bay. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Even for water carnival, it would be. I just don't know. That, I don't know what that cost. You know, where we could get where the paint line's down there. but Or if they'd fall over. Yeah. Yeah. We got speed limit signs that won't fall. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> do. Yeah. the yeah. part, right? Yeah. a yeah. yeah. red <laughs> that <they're just> goes 55. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we can think about mm-hmm. some type of ideas to help alleviate that, so I do I do have a couple other things, No, um, um, you know, Mike had, had talked a little bit about uh, policies of, of the council, um, how we might go about, uh, you know, it, it's having policies regulating, um, all of the, all of the type of uh, issues that might might come before the city council I, what i wanted to talk with you guys about is the notion of a council policy manual. this thing that says table of contents it's a it's a it's table of contents of of a community's uh council uh council policy man what's that paper look like
0: <laughs>
1: you got nothing, but these these could be the type of, of issues that it would be covered in a in a policy manual. Now, uh, and it's nice to know where you stand with all of these issues and everything. That's great. The other the other side about having a policy manual, of course, is that it's there and it would need to be followed, which for years, we have not had all of these things codified about exactly how that happens. But we've managed to stumble through all these years. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So, this is just like a suggestion to look through what we should put in a policy if we decide to do a policy. Yeah, you know, if, if that's something that, that feeds your interest about how we could have have policy that uh,
0: uh that governs the operation city council
1: you know it, it tells you everything about uh, uh how the, everything from how you get things on the agenda to what happens at the uh, at the meeting now the how the conduct of the meetings would go through citizen participation council action how things how things go uh, so the motion to reconsider was was uh laid out in, in here specifically about how that would kill and then some other uh things this and then this one is from a larger community that had a code of ethics about
0: how uh about how interaction goes as the councilors
1: and i think maybe uh, my last things, two i guess two things We can still have the city council stick around here. We are going to watch the third segment of the sewer movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I think, uh, assuming I get a couple things done here, I'm about to take a couple vacation dates on Thursday (laughs) and Friday. Yeah, I'll stick around. One question. We asked this before where are we at with the city shop we uh figured out who made it and i've got you called down to tennessee because that's the brand down in down tennessee i don't know you know back whenever they built it uh there might have been a, a person around here that put up them buildings but on the website it doesn't show Anybody in Iowa that's building well, we have a leaking roof that's been Great. leaking since November at least, mm-hmm. or two years before that. We want to get it addressed so we're not ruining everything or there's not an issue that We can't figure out something, maybe we just re it with the truss rafter type thing or asphalt shingles or something so sort we of insulate mm-hmm. it. Plus, I've asked it a couple meetings. Correct. Right. We yeah. phoned this one here years ago. That works, did not it? It, it? worked in this application. Terry yeah. did it, it on this building, They put that phone out there. That stopped everything. You will Dodge drive <laughs> across street, did it, and it didn't work. No, but I had mean, their insurance. <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah, them have a, <laughs> I just spent five thousand dollars. That mine done. It still don't <laughs> work. You know that city city maintenance is going to be here a long time. i I'm not a. I'm not a Fan of putting a band-aid on something was going to be here a long time let's fix it right apparently i think one of the guys said it's been leaking almost since it was new it's had leaks since i've worked here and it was built 26 years ago and i'm, I'm by 23 years. so i just think it's something we need to get addressed and, and also down there between the new buildings the old building, there's a big drainage thing, step-off thing. We either need to put a railing up or fill that in and put a drainage there. talk talked about trying about to do some kind of a, redo something with a tile. Yeah. With a intake that's a little higher, get rid of that cement one, maybe. And cement you know, the up. Talk to Marty Mauer or or Biddy Moutine or something, see if we can do some kind of a, a T with a, Right around and fill it in, so he, when you walk off with it, right. one not person gone. fall and break your ankle with this cost us more. Cost us it. They got bought up when we put that new building there, but nothing got done. Yeah, I think we can do it this time. Anything else? Motion to adjourn.
0: Second. Second. Even adjourn. <laughs> All right, thank you. How How you that? That? Have a good time yeah, there. Good.
1: <laughs> they are getting more close. i, uh, uh, I we'll
0: uh, uh, we'll signs Um so go back.